Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So what did you think about the fact that she announced that she's leaving? I mean, like... Sayonara? It was a classic, like, quit before you're fired, right? I mean, who wanted her back? This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. So I've been obsessed with Real Housewives of New Jersey lately. Like, I've watched all seasons, but I have to be honest, these last few seasons have brought it to a new freaking level where like I get into fights with people telling them that uh Ronge is better than Roni which like I know this is a big statement to make but lately the drama on Ronge has been just crazy I love it today I have Jackie Goldschneider who's uh, been in the last two seasons. She's been feisty. She's been real. She was one of the only people not afraid to stand up to OG Tree from the freaking beginning. Um, she was there with the Danielle and Margaret physical altercation, which was so insane. My husband almost said he wants to start watching Ronge. So she was so lovely on this interview, you guys. She is so excited to be part of Real Houses of New Jersey. She's a real badass. So I hope you enjoy this interview with Jackie Goldschneider. Also, since this is a remote interview, it's not up to the standard of when, um, you know, interviews are in person. So I'm sorry if there are any like small technical difficulties. And that's it. I love you. Enjoy. So I'm so freaking excited to have Jackie Goldschneider from Real Housewives of New Jersey today on the podcast. What is up? Hi, everyone. Hi, Jackie. What's up? I'm just really excited. Yay. Thank you so much for taking the time. And um, when we were scheduling this, like I remember the person from Bravo was like, Jackie's kids get home at three, so she can't do it at three. Oh my God. She was like, can you find a quiet place at like three o'clock? I'm like, zero chance in my house. Zero. And I actually, because we get to see, you know, your family life on the show, I immediately like, just pictured you have two sets of twins right yes that's crazy it's crazy and individually each one of them is loud enough to destroy a a podcast telephone call so all four together there was no chance this was happening wait so are do twins run in your family like how did this happen no 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 I'm all fertility and I'm very open about that I mean I haven't been open about it on the show just because it hasn't come up but um yeah I was five rounds of IVF Oh my God, that's tough. But I got so lucky twice. So you didn't know, so both times it just happened to be twins. Yeah, I mean, my first time I had IVF, I got pregnant with my older two. And then I had three rounds of like nothing, absolutely nothing. And then my fifth round, I got pregnant with twins again. Oh my God, Jackie, that is like... I don't know much about it, but when I see people struggling to get pregnant and having to go through, like Amy Schumer just posted a thing about it. Did you see? No. So Amy Schumer just legit posted, um, she had a really hard pregnancy the first time she had like, uh, what's that called when you throw up the entire time? Oh, right. Like Kate Middleton had it. Yeah. And, um, (laughs) right. Latin name. I can't pronounce it. 
And yeah, she's comparing herself to Kate Middleton. Um, but yeah, she's going for IVF and also being open about it. That's weird. It never came up on the show. Well, I think because it's in the past. I mean, if something's like present and relevant in your life right now, yeah. it comes up. But things that are in your past, I don't, I don't know, you know, how relevant they are. I see. Well, that's good for you. Like you're one hell of a strong woman because I'm sure all that shit, it's like retrieving and this and that. And uh, It's a lot of surgery. It's a lot of shots. It's a lot. But I mean, to have children, I knew I wanted a big family. So when did you have your kids? At what age? Um, I had Jonas and Aiden in 2008. So I was um, just shy of 32. And I had my next two, I think when I was uh, two and a half years later, so I was 34. Oh, cool. Well, I'm 31, so, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm on you track. You have time. I'm on track. Good, good. I'm happy about that. <laughs> um, and your family looks so lovely, and um, this is your second season, right? Yes. Uh-huh. OMG, Louis. This season, let me tell you, I don't – like, I've said this before places. I'm like, Housewives of New Jersey is better than Housewives of New York. And a lot of people get very sensitive about New York because um, they they just say, like, watching the New York women, like, do anything, like, get their nails done is interesting. Um, but Houses of New Jersey really has been bringing it the, the past two seasons. I mean, I, I've only been on for two seasons, and I think they're the best two seasons that they've ever had. Um but I might be biased. <laughs> Did you watch last night? So listen, I'm like, I usually watch like a day late. And okay. so today, right before our interview, I started watching yesterday's with the with the brunch. And I was like, I can't believe I didn't finish it before we spoke. But no, this shit is, no, I didn't finish it. But I'm caught up. Let's say the last crazy shit that happened was the fucking store situation with uh, Danielle pulling oh Margaret's hair. That was insane. That, what do you, like, how are you, ar- like, when you're around that kind of a thing, like, what do you think to do? Laugh, like, scream, intervene, like. No, I'm really like a, a ride or die friend. So when I, when I see one of my friends is upset or threatened, my only instinct is to really stand by them and make sure that they're okay. So I was really like being protective of Margaret. You never had any like altercation with Danielle. I did though. See, people don't know. They're like, why does Jackie hate Danielle? What did Danielle ever do to Jackie? No, I didn't even that. So can I give you a little background? Oh, please. Take a minute. So when I came on the show, like you can't let anyone know officially that you're on the show. So I was filming the show for a while and I wasn't announced yet. So when Bravo finally announced me, I was so excited and I couldn't say anything about anything until I did my press tour, which was on, I remember it was on November 1st and the show was starting on November 5th. So people knew that I was coming on the show, but they didn't know anything about me yet. And um, Danielle, who was a friend, she wasn't a real housewife, um, she didn't get, I guess, a, a, like a Bravo press tour to promote the show. So she did her own little press tour and she went on the Wendy Williams show in mid-October. And I was just like a, a, a nobody at the time sitting in my kitchen watching the Wendy Williams show and a big split screen comes behind her and there's Jennifer on one side and me on the other side. And Danielle says, we had two new girls this season and only one of them is good. And the other one, the blonde one, she's boring <gasps> and she's one and done. And she, I, she, her exact words were, I've been to the zoo before. I know which animals survive. And she basically like destroyed me. And I was, I was mortified and I couldn't say anything because I couldn't talk about being on the show for another two weeks. So for two weeks, the whole world, the only impression of me that they had was that I was boring and I was going to be gone after one season. And from that day on, I despised her. That is a real, no, my jaw is like to the floor right now. Yeah. I'm shocked. I, I didn't know this. her. How yeah. did this Nobody come knows up? it. And that's why everyone's like, why is Jackie hate Danielle? Because of Margaret? Because she's standing by Margaret? And like, that's not the reason at all. I hate her because to do that to somebody is just very low. Wait, but how could she say who's going to be on the show when it wasn't out yet? I don't get it. I mean, does Danielle have a filter? 
Oh, no, no, no. Bravo had announced me already. Oh, but you weren't allowed to talk about it. People knew that I was on, but they knew nothing about me. My big coming out was when I was going to be having my press tour. Oh, she, well, A, she was probably just jealous. Yeah, I think so. And again, weird, this didn't come up on the show. That you, like, say this, that this happened. Well, we had finished filming already. OMG, Louie. Yeah. So I never really liked her. And she she really did some awful things. I'm very, very close with Margaret. Off the show, we are, like, super close friends. So I know a lot of the things that, the terrible things that, you know, went on between her and Margaret. And so... I was definitely in that moment in the store. My only instinct was to make sure that Margaret was okay. But isn't it weird? Like, you know how in in life when you're friends with somebody, usually you're like, okay, A plus B equals C. If like I have this friend, then I'll probably get why she has, you know, this other friend. So how do we explain that Margaret, who is like a down ass bitch and like we love her and she's great and she's amazing. How did she even, how was she even so close with her ever? It's like kind of weird. You know, I asked her that too. And I said, it, it seemed strange to me, but Danielle can be very endearing. I mean, before she turns like bananas on you, she is very warm and she makes you feel like she really wants to know you and and be your friend. So um, she draws you in. And I think um, Margaret had a season with her and got to know her. And then, um, you know, Margaret's just a really like soft, warm person. So if, if somebody wants to be friends with her, she'll, she'll be friends with you. Um, and I think that's what happened. Danielle just drew her in and then turned. But if we're already on the subject, then what do you think the only qualm I had, cause I am team Margaret is like, why would she like become close with like Marty? Like, why would she even like be on his side and talk to him about his issues. Like what, first of all, he seems like a weirdo to me. Like, I don't know him, but I'm not like too, yeah. like, it's not like I'm like, I, Oh, well duh. Cause he's a great guy. I'm just like, okay. Um, right. Why was she even really still in that, in that poop? You know, like you're done with her. You got, you know, to know who she is. So why was she even still like in that, you know, from my understanding, Marty came to Margaret and Joe and really apologized for what happened at finale last year and um, really like forged a a good friendship with them. And I think he was really like, I don't want to say relying on their friendship, but he, he maybe took advantage of their kindness and their friendship. And he would talk to them about his situation and basically like cry to them about, everything that was going on. There were restraining orders against him. He was embarrassed. He was upset. And um, so they were good friends. So all the things that that they would talk about were, you know, I know, I think they were giving Marty advice and stuff, but. So odd, Danielle, like. It is. It's hard. Cause like, as a viewer, like I never hate really anyone on, on reality TV or like, you know, because it's, you know, I, I don't go, I don't want to have like those feelings, but with Danielle, it's just like, it's hard to, to like her. It's hard to get positive feelings. Yeah. And I'm also friends with the, that girl, Gina, who was very serious with that man, Oliver, when Danielle just like stole him. How was she getting all these men? And that Oliver was like, you too, right? You know, I don't know. Oliver was like, we used to call him Weekend at Bernie's and all the pictures he looked like dead. She was like dragging (laughs) him along. (laughs) No, but so what did you think about the fact that she announced that she's leaving? I mean, like, it's... Sayonara? It was a classic, like, quit before you're fired, right? I mean, who wanted her back? I, are you allowed to physically assault someone and come back on the show? I don't know. Isn't that a rule? Is that a rule? I don't know. I mean, on other reality TV shows, I feel like, I don't know, like the big brother, like you're out like at that moment. I don't know. I wonder. I don't know. If you have no friends on the cast, how can you be a friend? That's exactly. Okay. That's, I think, what's going around the most. And because there are yeah. kind of rumors that her and Teresa got into shit, which like, I'm hoping that was filmed and we'll get to see it because Teresa is <laughs> at this point blindly standing by her. And I, now that you said that thing about her and Margaret, that she can be warm and I can, 
I now I'm starting to think about it and see it because there are moments when she talks to Teresa and she's like, baby, you know, and she's like, she's like, she has, yes. that, she has that like, th- like, okay, baby, like, I love you, baby. But at the same time, like, you have to be stupid to not see like the manipulation, but you'll stand by me, baby. You got my back, baby. I'm like, oh, like, what is wrong? Right. Well, Teresa is also one of those type of people who like will be your friend until you do something bad to her, you know? And I think Margaret's like that too. And I have a little of that too. It's just like the softer side of, of some of us. Some of us have that. But what would you do? Cause I was thinking about that. Like, what would you, I was trying to think about myself and then, and cause Teresa said that she's like Italian and, and Dolores gets it too. And like, if someone was poured water on them, they would do the same thing. Like with the hair pulling. I, I mean, I, I do think I, I love Margaret so much, but I do think that pouring water on somebody is probably not the best idea if you don't want to get into Right. But she did like, however, however I mean, when Danielle took all of Margaret's belongings and dumped them into that $700 candle and burned, basically burned her phone, her money and her Valentino bag. At that point, it would have been like, okay, I'm good. You know, like I got my revenge for the water. Oh my God. And she like chest bumped her like a criminal, like in jail. Like it was just a very... There was a lot going on there. I have to say though, I don't I don't really want to badmouth Danielle because I think she's, she's had a lot of shit in her life yeah. and... It- you know that's probably why she acts out the way that she does and I'm sure there's a good side of her too and she raised two beautiful daughters but um from what I've seen she has not been a very good friend to people who have been good friends to her right Okay, guys, if you follow me on Instagram or listen to my podcast, you know that I've been using pros for my hair for the past over six months. TBH, I have been using the same bottles of pros, shampoo and conditioner since December. True story. Why? Because ever since I started using pros, I didn't need to wash my hair as much or use as much product. I love it. I can't recommend it enough. You go on their website and you actually get a free consultation by them, meaning you fill out kind of this quiz, just everything to personalize your hair care as much as possible. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order at pros.com slash not skinny. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash not skinny for your free in-depth quiz to get your personalized hair care and 15% off. Don't you ever just want to like buy yourself a gift because you're a queen and you deserve one? Or since the holidays are coming up, actually buy a gift for like the people you love, but also probably for yourself. Okay, because there's a brand called No Emmy. They make beautiful, luxurious, amazing quality jewelry for prices you can actually afford. You can also custom make things. You can engrave. And if you don't like it, you can return it. It was really hard for me to decide what I wanted because there were so many different options that were actually affordable, which is insane. And I could tell were amazing quality. I got the single mini Chua diamond earring for my second hole. And it is so cute. It came in the perfect gift box for myself with a ribbon and then one box open and then another one and then another one. And I could immediately tell that it was just like this amazing quality. It was shining bright like a diamond because it is a diamond. Okay. And totally, totally affordable to get $50 off your first purchase. Go to hello, noemmy.com slash not skinny and use promo code not skinny to get $50 off your first purchase. So it's already an amazing price. Get another $50 off, like get yourself a freaking diamond. Just go to hello, noemmy, N-O-E, M-I-E dot com slash not skinny. And don't forget to use promo code not skinny for $50 off your first purchase. So, okay. Moving on from Danielle, 
I do want to, well, what I was thinking at that point when there was drama, I was like, well, at least Jackie's like not having drama right now. Like you're not having beef. Teresa's cool with you. Like everything's kind of good on your front at this point. And then. (laughs) (laughs) So you needed to watch yesterday. All the shit breaks loose. No, but it's. So I'll tell you what you missed is, um, well, Margaret had a Mother's Day brunch. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. And then uh, I invited all the girls out to my my beach house. I have a house in the Hamptons. And um, I think um, certain of the women who live in Paramus, <laughs> they uh, were very surprised to know that I had a Hamptons house. And um, I think that when Jennifer found out that I had money, it she she couldn't process it. She didn't know how to handle it. And she she kind of flies off the handle. OMG. That is, because uh, you know what? I was looking out for it because when the episode starts and you invite them, I was dying to see because the first people you called were Teresa and, and Dolores. And I was like, oh, their reactions were, they didn't have, they weren't, they didn't talk shit. They were like happy about the invite. So, and I was waiting for that. And all, you, you know, my freaking bad that I didn't finish the episode, but most people that follow me know that I'm, I'm always like a day freaking late, but I should have. No, it's, it's cool. I just, the funniest thing was, and like, of course, I don't know what the other people are doing when I invite them, you know? So as soon as I invited Jennifer, she hung up the phone, she runs to her computer and she Googles how much my house on the beach is worth. Oh my. And how much rent I get for it a month. Cause I, I sometimes rent it in the summer. Um, and she just like goes to town on how much it's worth, how much I paid for it, how much I get for rent, all of it. Well, she also doesn't get that you can like have money and not like flaunt it like crazy every second right. of the day. But that's another right. question that I have, Jackie, because yeah, I was talking about like friendships before, like Margaret and Danielle. I didn't get you and Jennifer. I tried very hard with Jennifer's first season. We really liked each other. We felt like, you know, we were the same. We came in at the same time. We were basically the same age or a few months apart. We both have a, a whole lot of children. Our daughters really liked each other. So there was that, you know, and a lot of times when Jennifer would just be like really crazy, I would I would say, well, maybe she's just doing it for show. Maybe she just wants to appear like that. So she's more entertaining, but it's real. No, it really is. Jackie. I tried to like her. But Jackie, no, it's not real. And it is for the show because even the shit with uh, Teresa, the way she brings shit up, like it's like reality 101. It's like, hey, Teresa. So um, Margaret said that you're an embarrassment. And then. No, it is not for the show. That is what she does because, and I'm not going to like spend an hour bashing Jennifer because I think that Jennifer has some great qualities. I really do. And I think the conversations she's having with her mother about her brother are really important. Um, But when when Jennifer made that video about me at the beginning of the year, and I'm not going to whine about it because I think the first half of the season, I come off a little whiny (laughs) and I'm not a whiny person at all. I'm actually like, I'm always smiling, laughing, like joking. I'm a funny person. I'm not whiny. But when she made that video, that was before filming started. So um, we were friends at that point. Like we were talking this summer about taking our girls to a JoJo Siwa concert together. You probably don't know who that is because you don't have like an eight-year-old girl. But um, we were friends, like legitimately friends. And she went out to dinner with Teresa and made fun of me at a table full of Teresa's friends who all hated me. And put it on Instagram for Teresa's 2 million followers. And and we were friends at that point. So it's not for show. And it wasn't for the show either. She just did that because that's the person she is. Yeah, I don't think you came off whiny. I think that people need to look at even though it's reality TV at like your real life. Like if your friend did this, wouldn't you fucking be upset with them? Like, like, like it's not like, Oh, this isn't the craziest shit. Like people have like flip tables. Like, no, but that's actually like real life. Like if your friend does something like that, I would, it's, it's mean. And, um, 
I'm glad that you stood up for yourself on that. And she ended up apologizing and getting it. And then she did that whole like imitating everyone. And that was kind of funny. Um, it made it more yeah. like, uh, I guess, unanimous and not just. Yeah. And I'm okay. I'm okay. If you want to joke about me in front of me, that's fine. Just don't do it like when I'm not there and then put it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. Like I, I get that you're, uh, I know how it is when you have kids, it's like you become friends because of the kids and everything, but still it was hard to, and I get that you came in together, but I feel like your vibes are very different. Like as people. Well, I think that plays out this season and in the second half of this season, I think you'll see a lot of that play out. Oh, intriguing. And also, I mean, listen, when you guys went to, what is it? Jamaica? Oh my God. I'm having oh, yeah. flashbacks of like Yaman. Um, oh God, <laughs> I got destroyed on that trip. I came home. Everyone's like, "How was Jamaica?" I'm like, I, "I like, I have no words." <laughs> and I know this is like superficial, but I'm like superficial when it comes to like vacations. Like, uh, you know, and obviously you had an amazing room, but that shit was fucked up. Like that, like to put you that was in, so rude. They like, I mean, you're gonna get like just get two freaking rooms next to each other, so nobody is like. Like, obviously, one room was amazing and one room sucked. Like, one room sucked, was a gazillion years away. Like, I don't know. That must have felt so shitty. It was annoying. I I actually thought her room was very pretty. It's not that it sucked. Right. It's just, like, she made a big show of how fabulous her room was and then stuck us there. I thought it was just rude. It was just rude. Don't invite me on the trip then. So, but you seem to have like really tough skin. Like you came in, you immediately told Teresa, you know, talking about when you first came on the show, immediately like stood up to Teresa, who's like the OG or whatever, um, which usually people come in and kind of not kiss her ass, but, you know, try to be on her good side. And you didn't. Um, And I feel like I would cry in my room at like, no, you wouldn't. She's not that intimidating. She's really not. Like, what did she really want to do at the end of the day? Throw something at me? <laughs> right? And you can't out-talk me. That's true. That's true. I'm you, smart cookie. You're a smart cookie. You were an attorney. Now you're a real estate, right? I Well, I have a small real estate management company, but I'm also a freelance journalist. Oh, right. Right, right, right. Yeah. And you had like, you know, from day one, uh, Melissa was like loving you. Margaret was loving you. So you definitely had like a support Group on the, system. Yeah, yeah. On the show. And we're the three of us are still very, very close. We go out together all the time. So coming on the show in the beginning, like is that a fucking whirlwind? Like how did can you explain a little bit like what you can tell us about how it happened that you got on the show and like I don't think I'm allowed to really break that fourth wall, but I will say that it's it's very surreal. I mean, especially the beginning because you're not allowed to say that you're on the show until Bravo announces you. So you're filming and you're showing up for school pickup with like full hair and makeup. Like I look like a woman in drag going <laughs> to get my kids from second grade. But um, seeing yourself on TV, it does take getting used to. I mean, the camera captures things that you're not that you didn't know it would capture. And there are days when like your hair extensions are showing and like, you just have to get used to people commenting about you. And there's a lot of things to get used to. By second season, you're a lot more used to them. And now, now I feel like, I mean, if I'm asked back for a third season, which I hope I am, and I would come back, um, by third season, you're like, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, you get you you get used to it and you're, yeah. Like, you want to talk about me sucking my husband's dick? That's whatever. I don't care. <laughs> so watching it back, like, your soul wasn't, like, at all. Like, you don't get, ed- like, when people talk shit about you, not you specifically, I'm saying everyone talks shit about everyone in, like, confessionals. No, right. you don't feel like, isn't it hard? It is hard, but... I like no one has ever said, I don't care really what you say about me. If you don't, if, as long as you don't insult the people I love, like my family, I can handle it. Um, and Margaret and Melissa are the people that I really care about. I mean, I care about Dolores and and Teresa too. Um, but Margaret and Melissa really would never say anything bad about me as I would never say anything bad about them. So like, you know who your um, real friends are. Yeah, it's fine. And you can't control what the rest of the world's going to say about you. Listen, what social media says about me sometimes, 
It's worse than anything that Teresa and Dolores have ever said about me. Really? I haven't seen. Yeah. I haven't seen. No, I, I mean like trolls. I don't mean like regular comments. Oh. Like, I get told that my face is sideways. My lips are weird. I talk. I have a lisp. I mean, whatever it is. Here's. It's cr- Listen, it is freaking crazy. This world of like I mean, people that like... I, I, I don't know how people do it. Ariana from like Vanderpump Rules, who's like also gorgeous, just put up like, stop asking me why my cheeks are puffy. Like they are the way they are. And I'm like, I know and my mother, I had to, I had to kick my mom off of Twitter. She was like getting so upset <laughs> about everything. I was like, stop reading Twitter. Oh yes. I'm an Instagram gal. So I actually don't go on Twitter. And whenever my followers like see shit, they'll send it to me. And I'm like, okay, Twitter is a freaking war zone. Like oh I don't want to be on it's there. The worst. It's the worst. You're so mean on there. Ugh, the worst. And there's a lot of fake accounts that use your picture too. And then they comment on things like, make terrible comments and people are like is that Jackie Goldschneider making that comment oh my god so yeah. speaking of Goldschneider you're obviously a Jew a sister Jew <laughs> <laughs> oh you're Jewish oh duh oh I didn't know I'm that Jewish. I'm Israeli too so I'm like a mega Jew oh mother's Israeli really yeah I didn't know what's her, was 13 what's her mm-hmm. name well her Hebrew name her original name is Hannah oh I didn't know that. Yeah. So much to She goes by Anne now. Yeah. She came when she was 13. Mm-hmm. She came to Brooklyn. She was born in Haifa and grew up right outside of Tel Aviv in a town that's very religious now called B'nai Brock. Oh, my God. First of all, Jackie, you know so much. I, I'm actually from Haifa, too, in Israel. Like, that's where my family's from. Oh, my goodness. Israel is the most beautiful country. Have you been with your family? I, I have been with Evan before we had children. And then um, I remember when I was having all those problems getting pregnant, I put a note in the Western Wall and and asked to please let me have a big family one day. And I'm sort of convinced that that helped. Oh, that's so great. Not a religious girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are going, we are planning to take my older boys back for their bar mitzvah um, next June. Oh, that's awesome. That's such a great idea. Mm-hmm. That's such a great yeah. idea. People, you know, um, Israel is one of the coolest places. Tel Aviv is like the coolest city. Some people don't know it. Um, they think people are like riding camels there, like in the <laughs> desert. Um, but it's actually a very cool place. And so amazing. Are you the only Jewish person on the show? On the Jersey cast? Yeah. yeah. On the Jersey cast. Uh-huh. And then I don't know. I I don't know how many Jewish housewives there are across the entire franchise. I mean, Bethany is gone. Yeah, Jill Zarin is gone. Jill Zarin is gone. And I think that I, I saw a picture of Bronwyn from OC with like... Oh, um, um, Dorit is uh, Israeli. Which, oh, Dorit. Yes, Dorit. Which like, I'm, Dorit. I don't watch uh, Beverly Hills. Um, I have this thing where like I, I'm watching like the area that I'm in. So like New York and New Jersey. But I, it took me a while. Like I'd hear things about her and I didn't connect that Dorit is like Dorit. Like it just, I yeah. didn't connect the yeah. dots. Um, she, she's Jewish, right. And she's uh, legit Israeli. Really? Um, so mm-hmm. did you feel, cause like, again, you know, going back to, you know, one of those lunches or dinners where Jennifer, you're saying it's not for the show, but it feels kind of like it instigates and is like, well, Dolores said that you're not even a friend, that she doesn't consider you a friend, which is like fifth grade ish. Did that feel like that's one of the things where I'm like, okay, obviously this is like stupid. It's middle school behavior, but it's also fucking hurtful in the moment to be told something like that. It is. And you know what? I am, I'm the type of person who feels things. Like I do feel emotions deeply and it's sort of why I became a writer because I would have all this like emotion flowing through my head and I'm like, I got to get it out. Um, But I, I do feel things. And I think that a lot, I'm going to go like a little deep for a second, but I think that a lot of mental illness in this country is because people are not allowed to like have emotions or be upset about things. You always have to be strong and you always have to like hide everything and mental illness is not to be discussed enough. I don't have mental illness, but I think that we're supposed to hide a lot of the stuff that we're feeling and dealing with. And I just don't. If I'm feeling something, I'm going to tell you, and I'm not ashamed that I'm an emotional person. So, um, I think that that they weren't used to that. I think they have to be tough. Hmm. But did you feel in that moment like, 
wait, Dolores, but what the fuck? Like, we are friends? <laughs> Why are you saying that? Um, I think I think I figured it out by the look on her face. Like, Dolores' alliances were very strong. Like, she was very much team Jennifer and team Teresa. And so I think based on the fact that they, the two of them didn't like me, no matter what I did with Dolores, I don't think that she was going to like me until she really got to know me for herself. And until that point, we really hadn't made an effort to get to know each other. I thought we were friends because she had called me um, to see if I would put my husband, who's very big in finance, in touch with her son who wanted to go into finance. And I was so happy to do that. And they connected and they really liked each other. And I was happy to do that for Dolores. And we just, you know, exchanged a few like text messages with heart icons. I mean, so I thought we were friends, but I guess we weren't at that point. But I will say we've come a long way since then. Oh, good. Because I think she can be like a down ass bitch too. Like I feel like she, you know, she's, she's cool. And um, there is no reason for you guys to, to not vibe. Right. And we had to get to know each other though. And once we got to know each other, we really liked each other and respected each other and our differences. We are different people, yeah. but we really liked each other. But I am different. Yeah. I'm different as the cast. I was, you know, raised a little differently and um, I am um, emotional and I do express things and I'm okay with that. But when they were talking about like, well, Jackie's different, like you have to let her know before you come over and like all that shit. Did that feel like... Oh my God. Did that? <laughs> I mean, you do that. I think it's so fucking crazy that people have open door policies on their house. I mean, if I have two hours to work before my kids come home and you come in during those two hours and you want me to make you a cup of coffee and you want to chat, like I'm going to be angry inside. <laughs> like I'm burning up. I'm not going to be nice. <laughs> do you have policy no and no I, I don't understand that no and do they really like with each other or are they talking about really close family like what are they? I think they're talking about family but I think like also longtime friends probably qualify as family but I think they're talking about like their parents like to them and I have to respect that if that's their way you know but to them, if your mom and dad want to come over, they can walk right through the fucking door. And, like, you better make them a fucking chicken cutlet. <laughs> I mean, like, you better have no no grilling up those chicken cutlets. Because, uh, no, no. Like, how, do you, how do you tell them that they have to? He's the best, by the way. I need a no-no. I need kitchen. a no-no in my kid. Like, my kid's dinner. He just comes. <laughs> Lord knows I'm not cooking him dinner. He literally comes on the screen and I just cry. It's just so. He's so nice. He's so nice. He's but guy. did it feel like a. Jewish thing at all like or uh no I mean I saw a lot of comments about that I didn't take it like that at all um I know that Dolores through the years has had lots and lots of very close Jewish people in her life so to me that didn't even cross my mind until I saw it on social media um and I don't think she was implying that raised um had anything to do with my religion um I think she was talking about some of the values my my mom and I are both very liberal. Um, I'm not talking politics, like just morally, we're very liberal. And uh, I, I think that was different. And I think that made me into a different kind of person. So that's the way that I took it, like your morals, mm. uh, not really having to do with religion. Because I was going to say, like, I feel like the Jews are like the, you know, we're not different from like, kind of like the Italian, like where, you know, family is a big thing and like we like eating and like food is a thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah, no, I don't think we're that different at all. And I grew up in Staten Island, New York. And I mean, it was like Jewish Italian central. I was basically like Jew Italian. I was the closest you could get to Italian and not being Italian. Oh, you grew up in Staten Island and then you, you're ne yes. and your next, um, your next kind of home was New Jersey or did you ever live in the city? Well, yeah, no, I, so we did the Jewish migration. We were in Brooklyn, went to Staten Island. And then, so you make a little money, you go to Staten Island, then you make a little more money and you go to like the Manalp and Marlboro area of New Jersey. Uh -huh. um, I, I moved there in high school. And so I never really connected with that area so much, but then I, I left for college. I went to college in Boston and me and Andy both went to BU and, um, when I graduated BU, I moved straight to New York City and went to law school at Fordham. Oh. And yeah, I lived in New York City until um, my oldest kids were a year old. So I moved um, 10 years ago 
to New Jersey. Oh, so you, your kids even grew up like for the first year of their lives in the city. So did you move to New Jersey yeah. for more space? Cause you wanted to have like bigger family. Yeah. I mean, I was like living my life in a two block radius. I'd go to the, I'd take my babies in the double stroller. I'd get in the elevator. I'd go to the supermarket. I'd go to like the deli across the street. Evan and I would have a date night. We'd go to like the movie theater two blocks away or the Italian restaurant across the street. And like, it was basically like, why are we here? We're not going out. We're not enjoying Broadway. We're not like being cultural. Let's just have a yard and a minivan. Right. Oh my God. You literally described my life. And I don't know what right. to do right now with that. Literally well, describe my life. Do you have kids? Well, not yet, but that's... Um, oh, right. You said that. But like once you're at that point, it's kind of like you're paying all this money and like you don't have a car and you have to carry your shit everywhere. And in the winter, you have to fucking walk. And like, I was over it. No, first of all... Years already. That's really true. And the second part of it is like, I live on the Upper East Side and I like gloat and I'm proud of the fact that I'm like, but I don't even go anywhere outside of the Upper East Side. I know. And I'll tell you, you appreciate the city so much more when you don't live there. It's like, I live very close to the city, but every time I go in, I'm like, the city, I love you. But then I get to go home and like, I have a nice big house and, you know, a yard good yeah no that that is definitely I feel like you know when you're younger you're like I would never move to the suburbs and then you get older and you're like but I just want to drive places and I know it's it's when you're ready for it it's great if you're not I will tell you there are people here who like weren't ready to leave the city and they fucking hate it they're miserable yeah no I can I they hashtag everything burb life in their pictures and they're like miserable (laughs) you know it's like a dead flower growing in your lawn. It's like bird life. Like that's not bird life. Like if you're not ready for it, you're going to fucking hate it. Right. But you could, you could always go back. I mean, you can always change it up. Right. I know people who have gone back, but I actually really like it here. And I go into the city all the time. So it's the best of both worlds. That's amazing. I did want to ask you about this last episode, um, even though I didn't finish it and I'm an asshole, um, that when... When Margaret didn't invite Teresa to the brunch, Teresa seemed like genuinely upset when she was like crying at Mother's Day and she was like, Margaret's my friend. Like, even though we've been through shit, she knows my mom. So what did you, first of all, that's like gutsy of Margaret. Cause again, I don't know why, but I'd be scared of Teresa, even though you made a good point. Like maybe I shouldn't be. Um, But she literally was like, no, she like, you know, wasn't on my side. I'm not going to invite her. Margaret was really, really upset that, you know, it wasn't even about like, taking sides as much as the fact that Margaret really was insult was assaulted. If you watch it, like she ripped her hair, her neck back, like she was attacked. And so I, for Teresa not to even, for Teresa to follow Danielle out the door and make sure Danielle was okay, really was hurtful to her. And I think she was reacting to that. Um, so it was very hurtful to Teresa and I felt, I felt bad, but I, I understood where Margaret was coming from. Both of them were just in a bad place. And uh, yeah, I wonder what how this episode is going to turn out. You told me there's a lot to look <laughs> forward to. I saw that the internet went crazy like about your home. So I'm excited to see that too. Like in the Hamptons, they were like... Oh, my house in the Hamptons. Yeah. Well, you know, ever since I had that party in my drive, I mean, do you remember last year, Jen came to my house before the wine tasting event and she called my house a dump? <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful house, but it's not like the size of Jennifer's right. house. But that's by choice. I mean, I, I lived in a little apartment in the city. I don't want to move into a hotel. I want to know where my family is. I don't I don't need a gazillion dollar house. But also, I live in Tenafly. It's a, it's a very expensive town. So, I mean. You, oh, yeah. Lot, lots of Jews and Israelis there, too, right? Yeah, tons of Israelis. But you get, you know, what you pay for here. It's like you're not going to get what you get in Paramus for, you know, a few million dollars. So, um where was I going with this? Oh, so, but I think... that people were dying over your Hamptons house. Right, but what I'm saying is I think people had me pegged as, like, the house <laughs> who really didn't have any money. And I don't... I'm just not a showy person. I have never, ever been. And, like, I spend money on things, but I do not put it on Instagram. I don't show it off. I don't give you tours of my closet and all my shoe collections. I just don't do it. It's not my style. And I think that people were, like, blown away by the fact that I have a beachfront house in the Hamptons. Like, they were like, what, what, what's going on? We're shocking. Because none of them 
like in New York, most of them kind of do, but in, but none of the New Jersey housewives have like a, like a summer house. No, they have summer houses. It's just, you know, like a Hampton. A Hamptons. It's like a different thing. But I think the whole fact that like, I, I'm like, I throw my kids driveway parties must mean that like, I don't have the means to do anything more. And I think they had me completely pegged wrong and they were very caught off guard by the fact that I have this multi-million dollar house on the beach in the Hamptons and like what else do I have and that becomes the question I'm so excited to see their reactions I <laughs> yeah it's wait. wild so um what because like you said like you've been for two seasons like we still have the second season a little bit to go but um and you want to be called back for a third which like crossing fingers uh what do you feel like wasn't kind of what didn't come out on the show about you that you would want to come out more to be shown more that people would see and like get to know um well I think that I came off like I said a little whiny and that's not me I'm not a whiner um but I was genuinely hurt by things that happened in the first half of the season so I I would want people to see more of like the really fun side of me the party girl side Um, And I think you do see that in the next few episodes more. And I don't know. I love scenes with my kids and my family because being a mother is my number one priority. So I I would like to see more of that. But um, I think you've been getting a pretty accurate idea of me. I mean, I love being on the show. And and so far, I'm happy with it. I think I, you know, I, I rarely, I don't complain. I don't call about the editing. I don't think there's been any... Um, mis-editing on my part. I just, you know, I I think they've been doing a good job. I'm really happy with the show. I really am. Oh, you're so cute, Jackie. Ah. Like all like a positive penny. I'd be like, um, I came out ugly in the confessional. Oh, I look fucking gross in half the shit. I mean, I think in, in next week's episode, I walk into the kitchen and half my robe is stuffed in the back of my pajama pants. And I'll, I watch that episode and I'm like, oh my God, no one told me. But you know what? It, it's fine. Who cares? It's reality. It is. And you got to let go of a lot of shit. You do. You just got to let go of caring about a lot of little things. And I do love the scenes with your kids too, because your parenting style seems like you're very like, like you talk to them on your level. Like you're you're not like, you're not like talking to them like kids. You're talking to them like very the way you would talk to a friend. Like I like the way you talk to them. It's very like, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, they're smart kids too. They get it. Like you're, the way you explain the the food stuff to them, and they got it right away. Yeah, and um, and and also thank you for that for being so open on the show about like eating disorder stuff. Oh yeah, I am so happy to have this platform to be able to talk about that because it is still something that I struggle with, and you'll see that also. There are things that I still really struggle with in terms of eating, but I've also come a really long way with my recovery. So. And I think there's a lot of women who still are in that like middle area, that gray area of like, well, I, you know, I'm still a little too restrictive or I wish I could get, you know, get rid of these habits or, you know, a lot of people just hate the way they look, whether they're skinny or they're heavy or they're what. So I think, uh, but, you know, talking about it is very therapeutic for a lot of people. But Jackie, you seem like confident. I so I do. So you don't have that I issue of like not that. liking the yeah. way. Oh my god! Do you hear this? I just turned on one of my kids' toys. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought they got home. <laughs> like, no, okay. I came into the basement because they told me to be closer to the Wi-Fi router, and I just put my hand on it on a JoJo Siwa purse, and she started singing. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I am I am very confident, but it does. Um, well, I spent also a very long time hiding things, so I got good at that, but. Um, yeah, I love the way I look now because I'm I'm strong and I I gained you know a lot I'm a lot bigger than I was when I even though I'm still very thin when I was in the worst of my disorder I'm a lot bigger than I was then so um, I do eat and I'm happy with the way I look and I you know I lift weights now so I I do have a lot of muscle so I, I like the way I look now and I'm happy with my recovery. Well, you look amazing and good yeah, for thank you. you. Um, what kind of pissed me off on the show is like comments, which I think I don't want to like blame Jennifer for everything today, but I feel like Jennifer made a few comments like, Oh, like, Oh, you're not eating or I know. And I really don't like that. 
I really don't. Uh, and she knows like your history. It's not like she doesn't. Right. And not for nothing, not for nothing, but she's got some issues too. And I don't think that she really should have been commenting. Um, I mean, it's not healthy to restrict what you eat, but it's also not healthy to rely on plastic surgery. Um, and I, you know, I, I think she's on a diet now that a lot of people swear by, but I think you need to do injections of, of some HCG or something like that. Oh, she did. I heard about that. Yeah. I mean, is that healthy either? I mean, watch what you eat, get a good mixture of like protein and fiber and like, don't overdo it on like bad stuff and then like exercise a little. And I think that's the key. Yeah. I mean, it is hard. It sounded really easy what you just said. <laughs> right. But what I'm saying, it's not easy. That's yeah. not easy at all. But don't tell me that I'm doing it wrong when your diet involves injections and liposuction. You know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, that's her tagline. But so I, so I did want to ask you, did you write your own? Cause at Bravo, they told me <laughs> once, like some housewives write it themselves and some, they get it written for them. Um, I don't want to say with that one. <laughs> it's, it's a joint effort. It's a joint effort, yeah. but you're happy with it. Yeah. Although awesome. my, my minivan days just ended. So my lease just ended after nine years. We renewed it a few times. It was three-year leases at a time. And so um, we got the minivan when my littlest babies were a few months old and um, the lease ended and we got a Tesla and it's like a a new life. Well, you got to change the tagline now. I know. I know. (laughs) Don't don't fool you. This uh, Tesla won't roll over for anyone. (laughs) Well, Daki, thank you so much for making the time to come on. Like, had so much fun talking to you. Thank you. I loved it. So Jackie freaking Goldschneider, everyone. Um, follow her on Instagram. Are you a Twitter person? I am. I'm at JG Schneid. JG Schneid, Instagram, TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Your kids are probably on TikTok. <laughs> I think they are. I'm not. Not yet. That's what, that's who should be on it. I feel like kids stay. We we need to stay away. I've seen adults yeah. on TikTok, and it's uh, it's, it's not, not pretty. Yeah, it's I'm not. I mean, steer clear. It's good to steer clear and um, can't wait to finish uh, this episode and see the rest of the season. And uh, you're awesome. Thank you so so much. Thank you. This was great. Thanks, Jackie. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for keeping up with the rating and reviewing. Like it definitely made a big, big dent in the last few weeks. Please keep going for those who haven't. Rate, rate, rate on Apple Podcasts. Thanks to the Podglomerate Network for everything they do for my show, editing and producing it. And I will see you guys next Tuesday. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.